What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have quite a bit on the table today. A lot of it is, you know, centered around free agency and, you know, who's going to be a free agent, what some offers have been, qualifying offers being extended, things of that nature. So we will start with the, the big piece of news coming out of Astros organization. So apparently the Astros have an offer on the table to Carlos Correa. They have an offer to him for five years, $160 million. As his free agency period is about to begin, he's, he's, he's not going to take that. That's a $32 million a year contract. That's a very good AAV, average annual value, but five years is not what Carlos is looking for. So $160 million, you have to look at both the AAV and the total value. The AAV is right up there, 32 a year, which is, I'm sure, what he would accept, but 160 is well shy of what he's looking for. He's looking for at least 300. And that's because if you look at what Tatis got, you look at what Lindor got, all these guys got north of 300. Even if you look a couple years ago, 2018, Manny Machado, or you know, early 2019, I should say, Manny Machado signed for $300 million. Of course, that was a 10-year deal, but I'm sure that's what Carlos Correa is looking for. He's looking for like a 10-year deal. Something 10 years, 300, you know, something like that. Maybe at minimum eight years. But he wants $300 million plus. You know, um, maybe a little less than 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 300 if he takes the eight years. But I think he's looking for 300. I think that's, that's going to be his big number because this is his big payday. He's right in his prime, coming off the best season of his career. And he wants to get paid. He deserves to get paid, but the Astros are not willing to give him a long-term deal. You know, a five-year deal for a 27-year-old puts him into his age 32 season. And honestly, from the Astros' perspective, I can see where they're coming from. I mean, they know this guy. I mean, they drafted him number one overall, and he's you know, he's grown up before their eyes. But if we're being frank, it's a risk to sign Carlos Correa into his mid-30s. You don't know how his body's going to hold up. It didn't really hold up admirably in his 20s. So... It's a huge risk. It's a huge risk moving forward. There will definitely be some teams that give him the money that he's looking for. It's just not going to be the Astros. Um, yeah, it's just not going to be them. Five years is, is definitely going to be their, their limit. It seems like age 32 is the furthest they'll go because if you look back to spring training of this year, they offered him an extension of six years, $120 million. Obviously, that's that's a pretty low AAV, but you know, if you look at the years, it's like you know around that age 32, age 33 range that they're seeing like, okay, we don't want to commit beyond that length, and, and it's it's fair, it's fair. There are a bunch of other shortstops on the market this winter: Corey Seager, Trevor Story, Javier Baez, and Marcus Semyon. Those guys are all free agents. I mean, Semyon, second baseman, but you know what I mean. Uh, he technically could go back to shortstop depending on the team that takes him. But although I personally think he's best suited right there at second base. Um, but interestingly, interestingly enough, none of those guys are expected to earn as much as Correa. Um, none of those, those guys are going to be in a $300 million range because, you know, Carlos age is really working in his favor at 27 years old, but you should always, you should always be skeptical when a player who's known as, maybe injury prone or inconsistent all of a sudden has a very big year in their contract year. You don't want to necessarily overreact to one 
strong year. You have to look at the full body of work. If you look at the full body of work, you see Carlos Correa as a great player, but is he, you know, that consistent juggernaut all-star? I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You know, he had a very strong season, but, you know, he'd have to stay healthy. If he's healthy, yes, he is a consistent juggernaut all-star. But if he's not healthy, then, you know, ev- the best ability is availability. That's what they say. And and there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, it doesn't matter how good you are if you're not playing. I mean, you can only show us how good you are when you play. But that that's the situation with Carlos Correa. In other news, the White Sox picked up Craig Kimbrell's option. They exercised their $16 million club option on veteran reliever Craig Kimbrell. However, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to stay with the team next season. I mean... They have Liam Hendricks in the fold already. So with that in mind, the White Sox could dangle Craig Kimbrell in a trade, knowing that this year's free agent market lacks some elite closing options. There are teams looking for closers. So he could definitely be an attractive target for teams looking for bullpen upgrades, especially because he's not going to require a long-term commitment. I mean, Kimbrell really struggled after the White Sox acquired him from the Cubs. He had a 509 ERA with the with the White Sox. And he struggled in the ALDS. So, yeah, I mean, maybe they could be looking to move on. But, you know, the, the fact that he's not going to be a long-term commitment, they picked him up. They might, they might have just picked up his contract. I mean, good for Craig Kimbrell. He's guaranteed he has $16 million. But he could be on the move. He very well could be. In other news, so there have been qualifying offers extended. So, Teams must make their decisions by 4 p.m. Central Time on Sunday, being the last day to issue qualifying offers to eligible free agents. But as of now, there are already some players who have gotten it. Nick Castellanos has gotten a qualifying offer. By the way, it's $18.4 million this year. Castellanos got it. Michael Conforto, Robbie Ray, Corey Seager, Marcus Samian, Trevor Story, and Noah Syndergaard have all received a qualifying offer from their teams. Of the names I've just mentioned, I believe the most likely to take it is Noah Syndergaard, simply because this dude barely pitched over the past two years. It would be wise for him to take $18.4 million, put that in his back pocket, try to have a healthy season, and then hit free agency next year, where he has an actual platform year for teams to evaluate his, his abilities. Because if he goes into free agency now, teams don't really know what they're getting, and he probably won't get the kind of deal that he's capable of. But as they always say, a bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. And I think that's exactly the situation Noah Syndergaard's facing right now. Take the $18.4 million, have a strong season next year, and then hit free agency. Try that. That's what Marcus Stroman did last year. That's what Kevin Gosman did. Both those guys are going to be free agents, and we'll see if they can make that bread, we'll see if they can. I think that's what Noah Syndergaard should do. As for the others, you know, Castellanos, uh, he's definitely not going to take it. Seager, Semyon, Story, their their market value as free agents is going to be high already. So there's no need for them to take a one-year deal. They're going to get the money that they're looking for. So, you know, they'll likely decline the qualifying offer. However, this is a tactic by teams, too. They, if they know their free agent is going to decline the qualifying offer, they'll happily extend the offer knowing that, you know, as the team is going to lose that free agent, they 
they will get some draft pick compensation next year. So it's a good way for the teams to you know to get something in return for this top free agent leaving them. So that's where we stand for today. You know, some some really great points to hit on. We'll keep it short and sweet, but that's where we stand. That's gonna do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.